Hi, and you're very welcome to the Leitrim GAA podcast here on FinalWhistle.ie, of course, in association with Leitrim GAA. My name is Brett Fairley, and I'm joined, as usual, by one of my co-hosts. This week, it is the turn of Aidan Rooney. Aidan, you're very welcome back. Thanks, Brett Great to be here. Now, you've been with us every second week rather than third for the last little while because, I suppose, uh, one of your number, Colin Regan, has been multiplying the world's population or at least increasing it by one. We won't say multiplying it just yet. Multiplying his own house, maybe. Um, but he will be back with us next week in, in the normal rotation again. But you're back with us today. It's kind of apt because I suppose the main game of this weekend, as well as a Junior B Championship final from last season that we will talk about in due course, is the Leitrim clash with Sligo. Yourself, a former Leitrim player, also a Sligo minor manager. And it is at minor level that we face Sligo in Mark Fitz Park on Friday evening. Uh, we'll be talking to Adrian Dockery, the Leitrim manager, in a couple of minutes on the show. But uh, your own thoughts ahead of the game, Aidan. Uh, Leitrim facing off against Sligo, a game that Leitrim can win perhaps. We haven't won a game all year, hurling or football at any level, at inter-county, um, at any adult level at least. This is probably our, our biggest win of the season. If we can pull it off on Friday night, do you think it's possible? I do, yeah, because, uh, you know, the the one thing about minor, minor grade, and particularly now that they've brought it down by another year, is there's very little difference between the teams or should be no difference between the teams, you know, because you're dealing with the same age of kid and they're all in school, you know, um, S and C hasn't taken over their lives. You know, there's, it's a very, very raw um, age group and a very, very good age group to be involved in. Um, as I learned over, over my, my experience and my time involved in it, um, very enjoyable seeing kids develop, you know, Adrian, Adrian Dockery and, and, and his group, I'd be very disappointed if it's not a very evenly balanced game in the Marfrix Park um, on Friday night. Now, the talk on the street down here among the Sligo lads is pretty, it's pretty uh, normal conversation in Sligo as regards we're going to beat Leitrim. And, you know, there's a confidence level down here that they think they have a good team again. Uh, that's probably been spurred on by the fact that whoever wins Friday night's into a Connacht final. And that's a huge carrot um, for these lads. And I, a huge carrot. But I suppose the, the only... Um, downside I'd see to it is that the preparation time has been horribly hampered, you know, um, over the longer term, you know, over the year preceding this championship, that lads, you know, the time together and all that stuff that these young lads gain at minor football, it's kind of been, they've been kind of robbed of it, or a lot of it, you know, and that's my only concern for the long-term benefits of the minor championship uh, this year is that, you know, the lads will have missed out on so much of, of that kind of um, bond and time. And we all look back on our time playing football and you kind of remember those years specifically from 16, 17, 18, is where you made all your friends that have stuck with you through, you know, through through all your football years. You know, that's where you met them first. And that kind of time has been very hampered for them, which I suppose has been the same for, for everybody, really. So to me, briefly, the game is balanced. Um, I know the Sligo lads. I know some of the Leitrim lads. Uh, to be fair, uh, because they're in the Northeastern lads, but I, I know the Sligo lads, um, at, at least the younger part of the panel, and um, they're very, very good. You know, there's no question. They're 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 quality outfit. Uh, Paul Henry, the manager and, and the management team with him, have put in a lot of work down here as regards. You know, plus I know Adrian Dockery would have done the same thing in, in Leitrim. So, like, it's the most balanced grade of all. Um, and I know we've seen some tankings in championships this year at all grades, including minor. Um, but I I be there's nothing in Leitrim and Sligo ever. You know, it's very, very evenly balanced. And to call it either way would be the fact that Sligo are at home, maybe gives them a slight edge in the game as regards to favoritism. But like Leitrim, I've no doubt, 
um, will be going up there with aspirations. I commentated on the game there back a couple of years ago, um, you know, and and Sligo were were were, were strong favourites for for that campaign. And Leitrim Company should have taken the game from them, you know. But that's kind of the way it should be at minor level, and I I, I don't see Friday night being any any, any different to that. Yeah, of course, COVID, of course, may have a hand in what happens over the next 24 hours or so to that game from the time we're actually recording this. I know one or two of the minor lads uh, have covered themselves in bubble wrap and haven't left the house for the last week, so they wouldn't be in close contact with anybody. Uh, so that no matter what happened, it was in their control, particularly with COVID reg- reg- regulations over the course of the next few days ahead of that championship clash. Of course, it's not all about this weekend coming. We do take a look back at last weekend, and there was two big games in the county played over the weekend, and they were the meeting of Anna Duff and Gortletra in the intermediate final from last year, uh, which, of course, Gortletra won. That's not a secret. That's been well out there for the last week or so. We're going to hear from uh, some of the main players in that game. Uh, Jack Hessler will be talking to our reporter, Derek Kelleher, later in the show, along with the two managers, John McGuire and uh, Joe Cox of Anaduff. My mind went blank there for a second. How can I forget Joe Cox? Uh, and then, of course, the intermediate, uh, decided, uh, the last place in the intermediate championship, was it given to Ahavas? Not given, they earned it on the fix, on field of play. They played Clune, their neighbours, in the Junior A final, the Vista Med Junior A final from last season also. Vita McBrien will be chatting to us in that particular game. Uh, we'll also hear from uh, Seamus Sweeney, top scorer, man of the match in the final, as well as the beaten uh, manager, Enda McGann of Clune. They'll be talking to us later in the program. But first, before we get into that, Aidan, I do want to tell you about this. I know you've seen the, our little video, our promo video already, but we are launching our souvenir program for this year's club championship. Now, it's 196-page book, which will accompany every single first team in the county in the adult competitions this year, male and female. So whether you're playing junior ladies football this year or senior men's football, uh, there you are featured in our club championship program. Uh, we've done it here on finalwhistle.ie in conjunction with Leitrim Daily, of course, our, our brand from the last couple of seasons and with the buy-in of both the LGFA in Leitrim and the GA in Leitrim. Thank you very much to the officers of those for their support over the last couple of weeks and, of course, the club's who helped us put it all together. The book will be out and available uh, for you for the first round of the Senior Football Championship in just eight days' time. Very, very exciting times for all of us here. You can, of course, order your copy now. It's 15 euros, and you can get it on finalwhistle.ie. And just so you get a bit of an idea of what exactly is involved, here's our promotional video for that particular publication.
Well, there you have it, and we would absolutely love your support. Uh, we know you'll be as happy as we are with the final product. It goes to print this weekend. It will be on the shelves on that Friday uh, with the first round of the Senior Championship next weekend. Now, uh, in terms of, of the book, of course, some of the proceeds of that will be fed back to the clubs and to the county boards here in the county. So you're supporting the game as well as our work here at Leitrim Daily and Final Whistle. Now, going back to football, last weekend's Intermediate Football Championship, it's probably been the longest layoff for so many teams in terms of championship. Eight months, nine months separating the uh, semi-final and the final in that Smith Monumentals Intermediate Football Championship. Derek Kelleher and myself were on live com commentary duty uh, on finalwhistle.ie and after the game, Derek Kelleher caught up with the winning managers, uh, John Maguire and his I don't know if he's captain. I don't know if he was captain. He wasn't captain on, on the night, but Jack Heslin chats to us as well. And we'll also hear from Joe Cox of Anaduff. Here's what they had to say about the game. Jack Heslin, congratulations on Gerlecho's fantastic win today. Give us, a, give us a little bit about how you're feeling after your man of the match performance. Oh, thanks very much, Derek. Oh, look, I'm just delighted. Delighted to get over the line. Uh, delighted to get it played and just to win it, you know, get back to senior football. And look, it was a great way to do it too. Yeah, look, at it, I suppose when they say goals win games, it really came through today. How was it? Um, I know that we, Carletra had tried at the start and we missed a few nice chances. But give us a little bit about your one or two year goals, how it came about. Yeah, look, I suppose we had the plan going into today. It was just to try to isolate the two boys inside and just get runners off them. And look, I think it worked. I think every goal was a ball in and someone getting off the shoulder. So that was just the plan. And look, it worked today, but... Could easily have went another way on a different day. Look, we're just delighted to get over the line and get the win, really. Yeah, and as far as uh, from the Gartletra players' point of view, uh, league final next weekend, championship the following weekend. There's no such thing as COVID stopping this with the help of God this time. So No, yeah, it's going to be a busy few weeks. So, as you say, we have a league final next weekend. You know, you don't get in finals every day of the week, so it'll be nice to get another win next weekend. Um, Ock and Sheelan are going to be strong, they're going well. So, you know, any chance to get a bit of silverware, you just want to grab it. So, that's really, we'll enjoy the next few days and focus on that and the championship after that then ah very good yeah and look at congratulations on your man of the match performance it's it's great to it's great to get um when you get the win and to get something like that especially coming back after your injury and uh your procedure it's great to be back so look at in the next couple of weeks what will the lads be planning in regards to your training preparations for a senior championship yeah look as i said we'll, we'll enjoy the next few days anyway i'd say and then i suppose we'll regroup before the league final next weekend and then you know senior championship is going to be a tough a tough ask for us, um, we're in a tough group there, so it's going to really be knuckling down after that, you know, getting back into training and really, look, you couldn't have a better way to start a year, win the final, so, look, it's going to bring us a bit of momentum into the Senior Championship and to be honest, can't wait for it. Yeah, I know, that's fantastic. Look, just to put it on record, I think everybody in Gartletra, you can see it around the field here, we're extremely proud of you and the rest of the lads for a fantastic performance and up put up a great show didn't get the goals and it just ended up too late. But look at everybody and the whole lot of us here are extremely proud of you and I hope you enjoy your evening and be safe and we'll see you in the next week or two. That's Thanks, it. Jack. Thanks very much. Cheers. Paul Maguire, congratulations today on Gartletra's fantastic win. Cheers, give, give, give us a little bit of a, a feeling there back to everybody that'll be watching this. Yeah, look at it. It was a tense first 15 or you know, 15 minutes, you know what I mean? It was nip for tuck there. Um, you know, we got a goal. They dragged them back, you know. I mean, within a head at, at half a time by uh, with two points, they won it. So look, at us just got the lads in at half time and we chatted and says, look, we we can regroup. We're better than what we were, you know. What I mean, we says we're going to go out and we we take the 15 minutes at a time. Then you know what I mean. And looking off, lads came out, you know. What I mean, stood up and 
we, we sort of pulled away in the latter end, you know. Give us one word for Jack Heslin's performance. Super. Super, yeah. do you know what I mean? Look at the revenue was super, you know. Jack didn't probably play a ball all this year, got injured earlier in the year. For a man to come out and, you know, I don't know, I scored two, what, he scored, um, I can't remember what he scored, but he scored that. Do you know what I mean? It's the first time to play a competitive game since this time last year, do you know what I mean? Or earlier last year. So brilliant. But look at every one of them was super. Every one of them from 1 to 15 to the subs that came on. Do you know what I mean? You have to think of the subs that's on the line there as well. The lads didn't get game time. You, know, you didn't have them for training and that. You, you wouldn't win this. They're as big as part as more important than the lads starting 15 lads is there. Do you know what I mean? Okay, and look at it. I might, I'll jump ahead two weeks. Our league final next weekend? League final next weekend, I think. Championship yeah, the following weekend. Championship, a busy, busy, busy few weeks. To come busy ahead, few yeah. weeks. Looking, uh, like yeah. I know from all the players, like looking forward to back senior championship for Gartletra. means an awful lot to everybody in Gartletra to be playing yeah, senior look, championship. Gartletra deserved to be senior. It's just proved today there, you know what I mean? That they were, that they were quite capable of being up in uh, senior championship. I haven't talked about it yet. You know what I mean? This is our priority. It was uh, to be the championship. You know what I mean? We'll celebrate tonight. We're back to the grinding stone on, on Wednesday night again. We have a league final on, I think it's Saturday even saw this and uh, the senior championship the following weekend. So we, we have plenty to work at so yeah. Very good. Look at thank you very much, Paul, and the very best luck to the Gartletra crew going forward. Yeah. It was it was exceptional and you put in a great effort with the lads. One last thing on Anna Duff. How did how did the lads find it? Because I know that it was from, from commentating. It was it was a tough enough game. The goals made a difference. Yeah, the goals made a difference. And should, you know what I mean? It, when you bang in four goals there, you know what I mean, it's going to knock the stuff out of you, you know. Um, but fairness to Anna Duff, they never lay down, they were going at it right till the final whistle, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, the Ray Cox masterclass again today, do you know what I mean, at full forward, and it just goes to show the ages makes not any difference at all, do you know what I mean? And um, but look at, you know what I mean, Anna Duff are, are there thereabouts for the media championship next year, this year again. Yeah, well look at, the very best of luck in the senior championship and in the league final. Yeah. We're looking forward, we're looking forward to all that, so... Um, Thanks, Paul, and enjoy your evening. And we'll the lads, and no doubt we'll see you. That'll do, no problem. Thanks Thank so much. Thank you. Cheers. And Joe Cox, um, Anna Duff manager. Look at the commiserations today. Gartletra uh, came out, the, scored the goals, they won the game. Um, look at, look back on the game from your own point of view, maybe. Yeah, um, I suppose the goals, as you said, is the, the main reason why you win games at the end of the day. And to score some really good goals, like we, we, we got opened a couple of times there. And, um, We've probably left ourselves a little bit isolated at stages, but it's a, it's a big learning curve for our lads. You know, we had a couple of young lads played today and they've done really, really well. So for us going forward, we, we were looking at giving them exposure time today. No matter what happened was the outcome, which was always for the next championship, whatever we were going to be in in a couple of weeks' time. So look, at got left for the best thing. There was no point in saying anything else. We could look, nitpick at different things to the game, but they picked us off at stages and they knew the time to pick us off. And you have... Porrick Gallagher, I was just saying to you, like he's he's an exceptional player, and you have Cahill, Cahill McCran there. He came back and he just controlled. You know that they have that air, bit bit, bit about them. Like we had Ray, I suppose, and and Sean McNabola on the other side have done really really well as well. But if you can see four goals, you're not going to win a game. It's as simple as that. It's very hard. It's very very hard to consider to win a game like so. Well, Aidan, uh, you didn't really get much opportunity to play in intermediate championships yourself over the years uh, during your playing days. Um, how important is it for a club like Hortletra, though, to be back playing senior football uh, at this stage of, I suppose, some of those young lads' careers? Well, Brefney, you're very wrong. <laughs> when I started out at Dunkirk Manor, we were playing junior football. Uh, back well, see, in the late 80s. So, back in the 1920s or 30s, wasn't it? Uh, no, it's not that far back. But uh, I got plenty of experience playing. And I remember playing against Eslin in a junior in a junior final and uh, progressing on. So the 90s was a, was a growth spurt for Manor, for Manor Hamilton to get where we were 
in, in 87, 88, 89 to where we ended up in 99 was a kind of a, a journey that I think Ahavast went on a very similar path to us around that time. And yeah, you can see Finton McBride there, you know, the picture of him this week and the delight on his face at bringing his club, um, you know, to, 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 to junior glory. Um, brought me right back to where I was, you, you know, as, as a young player and the value that, you know, clubs do have a very cyclical life. You know, not all clubs are at the top all the time, and you do have a, and that's I think from a point of view of club growth, and the same has happened Gertletzer to a degree. I think Gertletzer, you know, they they slipped down, um, you know, and and now they're reviving and coming back, and that's what really I think that's better for a club nearly in some ways than now has been at the pinnacle of everything because you don't understand. Um, you know the value of what you're doing, really, and and these guys, I'm delighted for Gertletzer, and I suppose on the, on the larger scale. Talk about intermediate final first of all. You know, for Gertletzer, there's a bigger picture here, and the picture is, is Leitrim football. Um, for Jack Heslin, who has been hampered, hampered in the last two seasons with injury, um, one of our better young players coming through. Um, I'm sure the next Leitrim manager will be delighted to see Jack Heslin starring in an intermediate final at this stage. Um, and progressing on into a senior championship. Because for one, and Niall Woods is, himself, who we spoke to a couple of weeks ago here in a great interview, you know, Niall was, was, was to the forefront in the game. Like, we need this. And we need our younger players coming up and progressing. And, you know, Gartletcher are a very, very proud club. And again, as a younger player, they were in senior status nearly all the time when I was a younger player. And playing Gartletcher was a massive game and a massive... I often remember going up to play Shane Heslin and Frank Flynn and the boys up there and you wouldn't get out. <laughs> you wouldn't get out, out, out of Gortetta with anything soft. And, you know, it's good. And I suppose there, there are two sides to it. Some clubs have a perennial long, long-term long life at the top. Um, other clubs have a very, very cyclical um, existence, which goes up and down and fluctuates with population and teams and you know, player quality, all that kind of stuff. And, but at the end of the day, Brefney, I suppose that's what fundamentally what the GA is about. And you know, you can you can push it onto the larger scale. You know, my 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 stick would always be beating the drum of, you know, why would we give in to say that we're always going to be a lower tier county or a lower tier? This that's nonsense. Like there's a cyclical thing in everything that we do. It mightn't be as fluent and as quick as other places, as other counties, but it does. You know, and same in club football. You know. Just because you're having a poor year this year, next year, the year after, doesn't mean that in five years' time you can't be back up at the at, at the ascendancy. And I think that's something that, you know, every club benefits from. Um, you know, in particular, the likes of Ahavas, who have been senior champions in my time, um, Gartletha have been senior champions in my time, and now you see them progressing back up the ranks again. And sure, th- there's no more entitled clubs to be up at that level than those two clubs in particular. Yeah, it's funny though. Clune are actually still second on the all-time honour list in the county they've uh, i think it's 11 or 12 senior championships uh way more than the third place on the list they're uh they're right up there like and yet they're still in the junior ranks it's it's weird how that works at times it is well the thing is i'd be very friendly down here obviously with Declan mccabe who managed me as a young leader and footballer um he's captain of the golf club down here now that i play in so we 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 meet, we meet regularly but Declan, i think scored i think was a two four or more in the leitrim senior final for Clune in 1980. I mean, that was the last correspondence there recently that that popped up in a, in, 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 in a message back to me, which is very interesting and, and backs up your point, you know, that it is cyclical. And I suppose like a Clune, they'll tell you, well, it's a bit too cyclical because we haven't won anything for so long. But, you know, um, to see Clune in junior championship, I suppose, 
it's disappointing for a club like Clune of Clune stature. Um, but I suppose there's always a challenge there to try and revive and, and bring it back because there is a great sense of achievement in taking a club from the bottom to the top. Um, and I know the journey can be very long, you know, for some clubs and some, you know, some teams, but it's well worth the journey when you get there, you know, um, it's well worth the hours of sacrifice. And I'm sure Clune will, you know, will, will bounce back at some stage into, into you know, the ascendancy. Yeah, well, speaking of Clune and that journey, uh, let's take a look back at that final. We're speaking to the, the main people involved in that particular game. We're going to hear from Vinton McBride, manager of Ottawa, Seamus Sweeney, man of the match, and also Clune's Enda McGann, their manager for this season. Uh, 114 to 110, the final score in favour of Ahavas. Despite Clune taking a very early, uh, fairly substantial lead into that game, uh, they had opened up a nice little lead, five, six points before Ahavas even got on the score sheet, but it wasn't to be for Clune, and Ahavas won that out. Let's hear from Vincent McBride to start. I have with me here uh, joint manager of the Ahavas team, Vincent McBride. Um, well done, Fintan, for a start. You got off to a poor start there, but uh, you found yourself six or seven points down. But second quarter, you came back into it, and the goal just before half time made a huge difference. Yeah, I suppose uh, we definitely didn't start well, Seamus. Um, we hadn't prepared to come to be six points down after 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, in fairness to our lads, um, you know, they stuck at it, they dug deep. Uh, we knew we were far too good to be six points down after 10 minutes but when we settled into the game you know we we, we started to play the, the type of football that we can play and, and you know that's we we kept going after that yeah and of course the, the, the goal just on half time you know it was as I said earlier probably changed the, the, the team manager's sp- space yeah. half time speech on both sides yeah definitely you know. definitely did I suppose I think we were a point down at that stage and that yeah. put us two up it was a crucial score and, and it, it just made our, our team talk at half time a lot easier because uh, we were six down and then to go to go two up then at half time was a vital goal to get it was a great, great move up the pitch yeah great great goal indeed it was uh, not nice to pick out players but the man of the match Seamus Sweeney absolutely brilliant performance and I know there was a lot of good performances on the team but uh, he was outstanding today yeah look at I can't say enough about this man he, he's He's been he's been taking us out of a hole for the last I don't know what it is seven eight nine years he's he's just been tremendous um, he's just a, he's a class act um, you know he was fighting uh, you know a couple of years ago you know he was probably our most dangerous forward and, and he wasn't getting enough of help but this year you know we've had four or five other forwards that can get in there and help him out but he's an exceptional player and he's definitely has to be county standard for the new lease manager coming in I think uh, he's definitely one there for the future. And uh, after the celebrations, now you'll be turning your thoughts to the intermediate championship. Uh, how do you find you? I suppose you've looked at the group already, or have you? Well, you have... We, we took it Lance, but we, yeah. we definitely didn't... Uh, but you weren't at... picking them out as definite fixtures? No, we definitely weren't, because we knew we were going to get a battle here this evening with yeah, Lune. I know. A local derby, and, and uh, you know, uh, we def- look, we can relax now, and look, at it. we have a league final next Saturday evening uh, in your own, yes, car- in your own right. club, uh, Seamus, down in from Kieran, so... You know, we'll celebrate today and the lads will have a good weekend and you know, we'll be back training on Tuesday night and we'll be preparing then for Saturday evening and for uh, two weeks' time in the Intermediate Championship. Right, so, look, it's just Barnacool away, the big one then, Carrigallon at home, the local derby. It's from Riley away, you can say another derby and, as again, the own team's on Cairn at home. So, you know, four out of five goes through. You fancy your chances. Yeah, look, at, uh, look at, there's a couple of local derbies there and they can, they can go either way. Um, 
So look, we'll, we'll be looking forward to them absolutely. You know, Jim Riley and, and Kerry Gallen, two local derbies there. There'll be yeah, great, great games, great and it'll be great for great for the lads and great for supporters, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Thanks very much, gentlemen. Thanks, Congratulations. Thanks a lot. Thank you. I have with me here Seamus Sweeney. Uh, Seamus received the Man of the Match award, and I don't think there was any doubt about it this evening, Seamus. And you might say it was a team victory and all that, but well done on your Man of the Match and your performance. You had a brilliant game. How did it feel like to play out there? Yeah, it was, just, it was a struggle at the start, just trying to get used to the heat and that. And you know, we struggled in the first few minutes, but once I got into the game and got used to the heat, like that was just getting used to it. Um, yeah, the, sto- the score started to come, and we just got a bit more comfortable. But Jesus, it was a tough game, man. Yeah, a tough game. Tough it was game. never more than five points apart from the early surge by by Clune. Would you been worried after? I was worried. I was worried even coming up, uh, at the end there, even four points. You know, they were hitting long balls in, if a goal went in, yeah. another point. I, uh, you know, realistically, we wouldn't want to get more scores at the end, but look, we had the heart to, to fight yeah. back, and look, we, we got over the line, and intermediate football is next, and that's where we wanted to be. So if it was either a point or four points, whatever it was, yeah. we were happy. Same thing, and uh, as I said to Finton earlier, the, the goal just on half time was a huge. Oh, that was huge. That was, that was a big relief coming in. Uh, Two points up, I think it was. That was just a bit of relief and settled us down because we were we were shook at the start, very shook. So you're looking forward to the intermediate championship now and yeah, local derbies thrown in. Uh, we have a league final next week against St Kieran, so our, our focus next week is back to training and you know we want to win as much trophies as we can. So uh, we're going to go uh, hard at that uh, final and yeah, intermediate is where we want to be because a few young lads coming up and you know we are a team rising and. Um, we're looking forward to the test ahead. Congratulations again on Cheers. your win and Thanks your man of the match award. Cheers. Thanks, Thank you. I have with me uh, Enda McGann, manager of Clune. Uh, tough luck, Enda. You got off to a great start there, six or seven points up, whatever. And But I've asked him into the game in the second quarter and the goal before half time. And of course, you lost two players coming up to half time through injury. Two double blows. Yeah, the goal was just before half time. That was a killer, like that put them on the, on the, on the front foot. For the start of the second half, but losing losing my centre back and my corner back, they were huge losses because Declan at centre back was marking young Sweeney there, and like to be fair, he was doing a good job on him, like he held him, like. But then I had to sacrifice a couple of lads that would be probably put into the forward line into the back line, like to, to shore it up, like. But when you have numbers, tight numbers, like you're you're you have to make do, like so. That was it. So um, us, you know, second half they tended to pull away, but in fairness to you, you kept. Kind of, yeah, we stayed in the game. We had, yet, yeah, and yeah. we had watched a chance there just before the water break in the second half. Just, they knocked it exactly. out for 45. That went in, that would have, that would have uh, rattled them for the last 15 minutes, but we didn't get it. Like, So, um, not sure if you're staying on for this year's Junior Championship? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that, man, well, I am, yeah. I suppose you have to prepare now for it, for 2021. You'll probably have a few weeks, maybe, of a break. But they say you have to lose a final to win a final, so you'll be hoping that's the case. Well, they're lucky enough, as I, we had a chat there after, like, they have a chance to have two, three weeks to fix it. Yeah. Most teams have to wait a year to get back to it. So it's up to themselves now. They have three weeks to get back on the horse. Out thread and choose the night we will, and we'll, we'll go through yeah. things, and we'll get them back again. And hopefully, in in a month's time or six weeks' time, they'll be back here, and, and it'll be us. They'll be going out the gate with the cup. Very good. Well, tough luck again for this evening, and we wish you the best of luck. And hopefully next year you'll be up playing the intermediate championship. Thank you very much. Thanks, hopefully we will. Thank you. Thank you. Well, of course, it's not all about club football this week. We do have that minor championship clash at Sligo, a Connacht semi-final, no less, to talk about on Friday evening in Markovitz Park. Uh, let's hear from their manager, Adrian Dockery, now. 
of course, our final intercounty side of the season start their year in Markworth Park on Friday night. And it is, of course, our boys' minor side who are managed this year by Adrian Dockery, a Roscommon native who's joined us in Leitrim over the last little while. Adrian, I suppose you might as well introduce yourself. It uh, won't be that familiar to a lot of uh, Leitrim GA heads, but uh, as, as manager of the minors and also involved with Kiltubra this year, uh, we can expect to see an awful lot more of you. Tell us a bit about yourself, where you come from, and I suppose how you've ended up as the Leitrim minor manager. Hi, hi, hi Breffy. Hi, uh, Aidan. Thanks for, thanks for having hey, me Adrian, on. How are you doing? You're welcome. Good, good, thanks. Uh, yeah, I suppose um, I, I suppose there's a girl involved in the story, obviously. Uh, I'm a Roscommon native originally. I'm from a small village called um, Ballinagar. Western Gales have been my, my home club. Um, I suppose people might know Carl Craig and Shawnee McDermott. They have been two club mates. Um, so um, Mary Carmel and about uh, four or five years ago there, we relocated to Ballinamore. And I kind of got involved in the underage there for a year or two and um, gave a dig out there one of the years with the seniors as well. So that, that's that been my introduction to uh, to Leitrim football. And then this year I got the opportunity to um, to take on the minors and that's that's brought me to here today. Of course, Aidan, uh, no stranger to inter-county minor competition. Um, what would be, I suppose, your interest now, Aidan, in terms of you, you were the Sligo manager up to recently there, the opposition leader face uh, tomorrow night as we're talking. Um, what's your thoughts on the game coming in from a Sligo point of view? Well, I'd say, uh, to be honest with you, Brefney, um, there's nothing between the two teams uh, most times um, at any grade, to be honest. Um, you know, we probably are propping up you know, the Connacht football at the moment um, as more adult grades, maybe under 20s and seniors. But one thing about minor football that I found, and I'm sure Adrian finds the same, is that, you know, the gap is far less and shouldn't be a gap, really. Um, you're dealing with guys who are 17 years of age who have no preconceived ideas about other teams or other, you know, they're all playing at the same level in schools football and they're all the same physically and everything else. So... Minor football is generally very, very well balanced and very, very tight. And I'd say from tomorrow night's game, Friday night's game in the Marfrick's Park, um, you know, I'd say Sligo will win as favourites purely on the fact that they're home. Um, they're up their own. And that might give them the, maybe a bit of complacency, um, which sometimes does beset Sligo, um, a bit of complacency, especially when they're playing Leitrim. But, um, I, I, you know, my experience of it, of it was, 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 I suppose, the difference, Adrian, I suppose, you've had a COVID-riddled preparation which is very hard to deal with, um, you know, and I, I, I try to fathom, you know, how how development squad work and all that stuff that goes on in, in the counties, you know, has been hampered by the by the COVID strain. It, it's, 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 it's been a horrendous time. How, how, have you, how have you find that, found that yourself, you know, the interaction with the players and the time together, like, you know, how, how, have, you, how have you found it? Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been really different uh, to what, you would consider a normal or a regular kind of season the like the stuff you take for granted you know getting lads together even in a dressing room like you know that's that's gone and i suppose it's me coming in first year in you're trying to get to know lads and um you know, we had a, we were trying to do the zooms some lads have wi-fi some lads it's not great wi-fi um it, it was gas like the difference between say you know those meetings the COVID all you're getting a lot of the time was from there up you know for basically you're getting the nose and the eyes and the COVID here like and then when they get back in the field you're trying to piece which guy which names go which guys but um look at it's 
it was the same for everyone. Um, I think everyone has dealt with it. Anyone I've talked to, they've, they've dealt with bits and pieces, like say, you know, your, your, your pre-season or your early part of the season, even up to now, like where, you know, um, it's COVID popping up here or there. One or two guys might need to go for a test or they're isolating. And like, it's, you just have to adapt and roll, roll with the punches and not get too bogged down or, you know, you control what you can control. That's, that's the, the kind of good advice that we've gotten. And that's the way we've approached it. Um, so it's, we've been quite lucky, I suppose. Leitrim has had, uh, up until recently, certainly anyway, had a pretty low incidence, which was a huge help because you had a, a little bit more confidence um, getting together. And we look, we've guys traveling a huge distance. Like we've, we, um, a couple of guys from up in Melvin and Glencar Manor. So it's a long way down to the center and you're hoping, you know, that um, you've no control over how many guys go and how many cars and one car goes down and you could lose three, four guys very, very easily. Like you see what happened to the dubs there in the hurling recently. Everything's yep. going great. Morning of a game, four guys down, contingency plans kicking in and uh, you're probably on about plan E, F or G at that stage. It's not even plan B. So you kind of, you just have to be able to adapt and roll with it. I suppose the only question I suppose I'd have for you, Adrian, is that, you know, the development squad system, I suppose you've come in for, for your year uh, this year as minor manager. Um, you know, do you feel you have missed time with those lads over the years as regards that stuff you're talking about, the bonding and, and you know, that kind of development, as seeing them developing and coming through? Or, or do you feel you have a good enough handle on it from within the county? You know, have you seen enough of them in, in the club scene? And, you know, I suppose Leitrim is a tight place. You know, it's probably probably tighter than most counties. You know, have you have you, have you had enough time? Do you think yourself to familiarise yourself with the with the characters you're dealing with? You know, you, I, th- I think you'd always like more time, but at some stage you kind of have to get out and play, and that's one of the things we, we've kind of found. Like I've leaned pretty heavily on the, you know, our our academy lads, like the the staff wise, like that GDAs, GPOs, that kind of stuff like that. You know, that have had them and brought them all the way through, and um, they give you a general handle on it. The flip side, I suppose, is that it's a fresh set of eyes as well. So maybe a lad, sometimes you can get three of us look at one player and three of us might see three completely different things. And that can be a plus or a minus. Like, say, that can be a plus. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Familiarity coming up through the grades. You might see one at wing back. I might see him as midfielder. I said, Brett might see him as corner back or whatever, corner forward. I said, it's, um, you just kind of got to, um, that's what we would use the Zoom for a lot as well, like that. You know, getting used to each other, getting used to each other's voices, kind of, um, even little bits and pieces, like we did just simple stuff. We, we, we got clips of games and we just put them up and we just had a chat about it, what we saw happening, what we might do a little bit different. You know, we had um, kind of stuff in nutrition. We had like a cooking session, which was great crack. Now it was chaos, but it was, it was good crack like that. So you're trying to, you're trying to find a different way to connect. And I think that's, that's something that's hugely important because um, I suppose any of the teams, one of the main reasons you're in involved in team sport is that connection, that thing you get from being you know, part of a group, part of your own tribe, and uh, whatever way you can do that. I said, that's that was the challenge for us, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, connect- Sorry, Sorry yeah, go ahead, just fine. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just speaking of connections in terms of, I suppose, supporters looking in from the outside who won't be that familiar with these players because I suppose traditionally when minor was under 18 rather than under 17, it is today, uh, before they brought in the rules that for, uh, didn't allow these players to play adult football. Lads are playing at 15, 16, 17, up to, to recently, really. Um, now, 
these players haven't made any impact at all in, a, in adult football, no matter how good they are. We haven't seen that star 15 or 16-year-old coming through and maybe getting a few minutes here or there or whatever with, with senior sides. Um, who on this side, uh, I suppose you don't want to pick out individual players, but but who have you seen with your involvement with this team that might we might see plenty of over the years in Leitrim? Who should we be looking out for on Friday when we're following the game, whether it's on the stream or, or wherever we might be able to get access to the game? Yeah, look, at it, it's a good question. I suppose, as you say, when they, they brought in that rule where you couldn't play more than a year ahead of your age grade, uh, it's, it's good on one level it, from a safety point of view because, you know, there's always that danger of the lighter lad going up to adult football and, you know, you get blindsided, you get a hit, and you can, you'd often see a couple of young guys getting broken up. Um, there is an element kind of missing out as well like that. I know the way it was when we came up in our last year of under 16, we went in with the adult team. Um, and it was just like you were matched off against each other in training, but you were there and you were experiencing, um, you know, higher standard football. So then when you went back to minor, it was um, minor felt easier. Judgment like that, you, you could push on a little bit more. So the guys are kind of uh, on, on one level, they're missing that. But on another ear, there's, there's a development side to it where um, like I, I remember this guy. I think it was, uh, was it Henk van der Heeg, and he, he spoke at one of the GA conferences. The guy was over Belgian kind of soccer, and they were, they were kind of um, the way they redeveloped it and went from number 60-something in the world up to number one. But anyway, he was kind of saying that. He, he always used uh, Kevin De Bruyne as an example. He was saying Kevin De Bruyne didn't show anything at all. He says he was barely hanging in at the tail end of their squads until he was about 16, and then it just clicked for him. So I suppose um, what we have in Leitrim is you don't have that kind of 60 or 70 guys that you need to look at in Mayo or Galway. Just like the, the academy guys that are, have taken these players, they know them all the way up. So we know who we have and you have to spend time with them and you have to stay with them and see, see where that takes you. And some of those guys, you know, maybe they'll develop early, maybe they'll play early for their clubs and some guys might need another two or three years. Um, and that's, that's the nature of it. I said, just the different levels that that uh, the speed the guys develop at. But we would be fairly hopeful. There's a good few lads here. Um, we'd be pretty hopeful that they'd be transitioning pretty quickly into their their, their, their the, the clubs. Um, so yeah, I love, this. I love how you mentioned that without naming a single name. Congratulations. Well, I know, I know, I know. He's, he's, he's better safe, better safe than sorry, Brefany, on that one, though, in all fairness. No, I'm I'm <laughs> no, that was a hard question to ask any manager <laughs> before don't, a big don't. game. What's that, that bit of advice? Uh, never answer, was it? Never answer the question they ask you. Answer the question you wish they'd asked you. You know, that's, <laughs> well, that's Adrian, 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 I had to ask. With the, wife, with, the, with the wife from more Adrian, you should have no problem with that skill. <laughs> <laughs> Saying nothing when you're saying when you're saying nothing or yeah, saying everything. But I suppose I, on a more serious note, I suppose the question or the not the question or the the thing that strikes me and 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 when I was um, looking after Sligo six six years ago, I made a comment on it that I think John Connolly put on the front of the Leitrim Observer the following day <laughs> was that um, the structure of the the structure of the competition, um, unfortunately from a COVID um, point of view, is very harsh. Like you're in the Marfrix Park on Friday night, and if you lose, you're done, and that's very harsh for young lads developing. And I would have had a huge gripe with that. Although we were lucky enough to get to a kind of final last year, you know, we scraped through Carrick and scraped, scraped through Roscommon. But the, the but the point was, you know, you had no football. You know, if you lost your first game, you were gone, and you had no chance to develop. 
a good bunch of young lads and keep them going and give them more football. But I think at least that had changed. But unfortunately, with COVID now, it's changed back. So I suppose that's something that I kind of feel sorry for both teams on 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 Friday night. That whoever doesn't come through it is is done for the year. You know, it is that. Look, there's no two way about that. Is a tough one, and the the normal kind of you know uh, Connacht minor leagues and things like that that were going where you're getting games is gone, and even like say challenge games, like say. I think our own we had a couple of games, we had a few uh, challenge games, and then there was a bit of a gap uh, where Leinster and Ulster were going. It was a bit harder to get challenge games. So we ran a couple of rounds of club games, which was great because it got, um, made sure everyone in the squad was playing a minimum of three games. Gave us an opportunity to go and look at these guys playing against their peers, which was great. And then the, you, you come out of that. But uh, And then you're, you're talking about COVID as well like that. We had a challenge or two lined up that got pulled for different bits and pieces like that. So you're kind of... And then you're rolling into um, a do or die championship game. Now, look, it's, it's the same kind of for everyone. It's uh, there's pluses and minuses to it. I suppose from a selfish point of view, and I go back to not even counting, going for a club setup. The best club system I think I played in was open draw, and uh, there was a losers group. So you lost your first round game, you were into the losers group, and then the winner of the losers group popped up in as one of the semi finalists. I thought that was a great. System. It was kind of it was hardcore. You still had your championship. It was still like you had to be up for every game, where you didn't have necessarily um, not meaningless games, but you know you can get to a stage where a team is qualified. Um, I suppose I'm, I'm talking about club here as well, like that. We have a lot of group championship games. By the time you're getting to game four and five, you're kind of going, okay, we know we're qualified here. You know, you can yeah. mind mind a couple of guys. I think there's an element of there's something special about um, win or go home. And it is harsh, but like uh, the reward is all the greater if you can get across the line. You know, it, it makes it. <laughs> it, it you're you talking, know? you're talking to a relic here. Um, I, I played in the first qualifier ever played uh, in 2001 down in Casement Park, and I think the report after the game was, I'm not sure, was it John Connolly or was it was it, or was it the Irish News reported that they never saw two teams trying to lose a game as hard, <laughs> you know. But, <laughs> but we were at the tail, we it were at the tail end of the champ. You know, it was horrible stuff and it was brand new and nobody wanted to be playing on in a meaningless you know, kind of backdoor system. But anyways, long story short, I played all the time in the knockout championship, which I thought was fantastic because, um, you know, it does bring that kind of extra fervor to the whole thing. And, you know, it's when you get across the line, then it's, it's you know, I'd agree That's with you, Adrian, on, 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 from that point of view. But I suppose from the young lad's development point of view, you know, maybe maybe at the underage, minor age, is it's probably it's probably good to have something that can keep them playing. It is and against their peers for longer. You know, yeah. If you if you if you had a couple of kind of um, you know the, the equivalent of FBD league or something like that, where you had something at that age grade where you're guaranteed, um, you know, uh, three, four, five games together, you know, where you can you can yeah. really start to to uh, give lads a chance to find their feet because that's a big thing as well. Like that is, it is a, every club is great. Don't get me wrong. I said, but it's a step up to county again, like that. And you're trying to help these fellas. You know, there's very few guys that swim straight away. Do you know what I mean? Like that. There's an element of, oh man, this is way faster. You know, the hits are harder. Everything's quicker. And like, if you can give guys three, four, or five games, you know, to get their feet under them and they're ready to to thrive in that environment. But as you say, the knockout kind of um, the knockout makes that quite difficult. And plus two, yeah, one other point, Adrian is is they're a year younger. Like yeah. at 18 years of age, you know, that year does make a big difference to those kids. And I've seen it myself. It was minor. It was 18 when I was there. And there's a difference in that year, you know, and you're bringing in kids at 16, 17. And you're right. They have to find their feet before they can actually yeah. walk, you know, and, and, and even, it's a huge. 
cauldron. It is, and then I said, I suppose, like the way I've kind of looked at it is, they've come into us. You know, they're coming from kids' football basically up to under fifteen, and by the time they leave us, they're going to be going into men's football, adult football. Mm-hmm. So you, you you have them right in that 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 middle spot there like that, and um, that year younger, like so when they leave, you know there is that year or so where they're um, going to their clubs or even the three years of eligibility then for the twenties. So it's um there's a, there's a kind of a, a flux year there like that, and it's kind of, um you're always hoping that that the guys might make that progression earlier but that they don't get left behind or, or lost along the way. But it's, um, look at, as I say, the only thing is it, it's where it has come in handy was, because I suppose I've seen this on a different side, which I was with the 21s um, team one time and you were calling guys and you were seeing could they come up, you know what I mean, like that would be interested to come in. And I think I had, I made phone calls to three or four lads who went on to play senior into county football um, in the, the few years that, that, that followed. But the time I rang them, he said, no, listen, thanks very much, but I have two years of eligibility left after this year, and I'm out of hands of leaving last year, so I'm just going to focus on getting the leaving and repeating it. So I can see where they're coming from. We had about, I think, four lads, I think five lads doing the leaving cert this year, so the majority of them are going to go into leaving cert next year because it's extremely yeah. difficult. It's extremely difficult to carry both. So on that side of it, you know, I suppose you're, you're losing something, but you're gaining something as well, and that's the nature of these, of these moves. You do tend to gain that kind of focus, maybe that, that lads who are just that year below leaving cert. And um, I suppose just to wrap up, we're, we are running out of time with you, Adrian. Thanks so much for, for making yourself available. And um, expectations for Friday night. Uh, Leitrim at minor level haven't had the best look in recent, I'm going to say decades, because I think um, I'm open to correction here, but I think it's just one win in a in the best part of 20 years, maybe 18, 19 years. Uh, so history isn't on your side. Uh, what can we expect looking in? Uh, what's your expectation? What are the team expecting? Is victory realistic on Friday night? Well, I've, I've the way I kind of look at it is, you know, um, and this is something I've always kind of brought my coaching. It's very, very difficult to control outcomes. You know, you can go in and you can say, yes, we're going to win this game or we're not going to win this game or whatever it might be like that. I said, but um, it's very, very difficult to, to uh, absolutely guarantee victory. You've seen uh, Kerry against Cork last year. Everyone in the country had picked Kerry to win that game. And then I think it, anyone who's watching that game that was in neutral was standing up and roaring right at the end uh, when they got that goal. So um, the way that we have been uh, projecting it is there's an expectation that these lads will represent their county well and themselves and their families and their clubs and that they will put their best foot forward and that they will leave it out there every ounce of it. And if we get that from these lads, and I expect that from them, um, I think the result will take care of itself. Um, and whatever way it goes at that stage, um, I think everyone can be, can be, and especially the lads, that's the important bit, that they will be extremely proud of themselves and the effort they put forward. But, um, you know, I, I, it's something, I suppose, as an outsider, you said I'm a blow in, I, I definitely get it. Um, it's something I don't necessarily understand. There's a little bit of it, uh, different times you hear kind of, whatever in shops and bits and pieces like that where there's a small bit of an inferiority complex and you're kind of going, you know, like there's a center of excellence there. Any challenge game we've played or any team that come down to us, they're like, geez, this is pretty amazing. We don't have this in our county. I've had that from four or five counties coming down. Um, there's lots of stuff that we're doing well in Leitrim that aren't being done in other places. And um, I, 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 don't, I don't subscribe to or buy into that thing that um, you should, 
you know, because someone is from somewhere else. It's, it's always tempting, you know, you see, you think everyone else is doing better. You know, you always think you look across the border, but you think that they're doing amazing like that. I can guarantee you from being the other side of the border and uh, work with lads from, from different counties like that. Um, each county has its own uh, strengths and weaknesses and you always think someone else is doing it better, but it's, it's some things to do better, but a lot of stuff they don't. So our confidence is, uh, is in ourselves and within our own group and we're going to control what we can control. And if we can bring that, we discussed there about um, effort levels and um, I, I kind of meeting our own standards that we've set ourselves. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what it brings on Friday night. Well, my parting comments to you, Adrian, and thanks very much for coming on. Would be um, the the expectation of a county is on your shoulders. Um, we've, we've, <laughs> we've had a we've had we've had a shockingly poor year. I'm afraid at under twenty and senior level. Um, Although it's been short, it's been poor. So I suppose the one thing I would say to my players always is kind of, you know, look at what you can do in affecting people's lives. And I suppose yeah. you lads on Friday night have that power in your hands on Friday night to put Leitrim in an iconic minor final, which would be um, an absolutely fantastic achievement. And be looking forward to a iconic final would be fantastic. So look, at the, be the very best of luck, genuinely. And, Thanks and very I much, really I appreciate that. For all our sake that we can, that we can get across the line. Great yeah, thank the whole council will be cheering you on on Friday night. So uh, best of luck, Adrian, to you and your team. And we shall uh, chat to you, maybe uh, hopefully celebrating a, a victory and a place in the corner final in due course. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Les. And finally, on the show this week, we might as well, when we have you, Aidan, take a little look forward a week or so to the senior football championship of course the fixtures came out this week we had the draw last week the fixtures this week the actual action starts in just eight days time what are your thoughts on the draw so far um anyone stand out to you as potential champions at this early stage oh well obviously mohal are the are the outstanding team but i suppose the gap is closed um you know the league final last weekend you know, you can say the league is irrelevant. Uh, it's not that irrelevant when you're a week out from the championship. You know, I think the fact that Ballinamore are showing some teeth this stage is good. You know, um, more are obviously the, the outstanding team still in the championship and the team that everyone will have to beat, you know, to, to get across the line. But, you know, I looked at the groups, you know, you, you would tend to say that group one was the tougher group. But when you look on an imbalance afterwards, again, you're looking at it and you're kind of saying, well, that's a little bit... A little bit flawed. You have Mohal Ballinamore and the traditionalist Aha Willen on the same side. Um, you know, Aha Willen's form hasn't been hasn't been great to date, but they are a championship team. You know, they can pull it out. Um, you know, they do have the quality of player. Uh, Mohal Ballinamore. So I suppose the fact that it goes to quarterfinals, Breffney, you know, it, it, I don't it, think it, they can finish that group without talking about Fina either, to be fair, on that side of the draw. They'll fancy themselves semi Last year? Well, they will. Well, Fina, I suppose Fina, I suppose, would see themselves as having underachieved in recent recent seasons. You know, they, they, you know, with the Orcs and and Donald Rain and those caliber of player in their ranks. You know, the the expectation of Fina was probably, you know, that they, they 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 haven't matched it yet. You know, that's I suppose absolutely not ruling them out of the competition and not ruling them out of the out of the frame at all. But Fina have a challenge to themselves now. You know, I know last year they were without Ryan. You know, huge loss to lose a player of that level. You know, in 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 any year, but you know, a fit a fit Ryan um, and Fina, I suppose, all point in the one direction. You know, they 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 are contenders. Um, you know, to cause certainly cause trouble. And what I would say uh, where I was going was, 
with the quarterfinal situation in, in, in the championship, you know, it doesn't really matter where you finish up in your group. You know, it's not really, okay, you can say the top team plays the bottom team far side. In my experience, I've been involved in for a couple of years. I don't, I don't think it matters an awful lot where you end up in your group. Just get qualified, get some quality out of the games you're playing. And from that point of view, FINA have great opportunity, you know, to be playing Ballinamore and Mohol, who would probably be, you know, alongside Carrick, you know, as as the three teams you'd be looking at is probably the favourites in the championship. You know, Manor, I haven't been talking to Sean in a little while now, but Manor probably under a little bit of pressure this year in the fact that, you know, they're 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 probably losing some of their older older players who have who have contributed so much to them. You know, they're probably in that transition phase finally this year, it looks like. Um, you know, can Manor regenerate and come back with a it's 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 hard to see it. Um Leitrim Gales are a rejuvenated club, you know, coming very, very strong at senior level now. Um Melvin Gales, I suppose, have again have kind of I suppose maybe flattered to deceive in the last couple of seasons, you know, superb quality um around the place. And you know, this year I, I know they've lost they've lost Emlyn Emlyn to us in, in St. Mary's, but you know, the quality is still there. You know, it's very hard to call Brighton at this stage, but you'd be have to look at you know Mohol, Ballinamore, and St Mary's as probably the three primaries. You, you know, and as I said, the likes of Fina, um, Ahu Willen will will certainly have a say. The big one for me is is is, is my old mate Martin McGowan is in and Alan Gales and starting at the bottom and regenerating the club and regenerating everything in it. And it's very interesting, interesting to see the amount of work that Martin you know has got done this season. Um, you know, in the limited time available to him, um, Alan Gale is obviously a really, really proud senior, senior club, um, and I know that's 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 part of Martin's remit going in there is to regenerate that, that kind of uh, bring them back to where they were in the 90s and so on and so forth. But I think that's an interesting one to watch. Alan Gale's, you know, like that bottom spot there becomes, you know, that's an achievement is to stay out of that bottom spot in your group and try and get into a quarterfinal of a senior championship. So, you know, to call the other side of it. Yeah, Gertletzer are, are coming on a bounce from the intermediate champion, championship. You know, that has to be beneficial to them. You know, it has to give them something because they would have been training very, very hard for that senior intermediate final. They would be in a good place as regards, you know, they've won it. You know, the, 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 there's a positivity around the place, whereas other teams in there don't have any of that. You know, they've played a couple of a couple of meaningless league matches um, to a large extent to bring them to championship. So, I know, and now the championship starts next weekend. There's very little time for for challenge games, so on and so forth. So, yeah, look at uh, you can't look past Mohol, Ballinamore, and St Mary's going on last season. St Mary's problem, I suppose, is to kind of do it again. You know, can they repeat with their young team and and re, and do it? And if, of course, you'll be very familiar with the interesting battle of St Mary's and Leitrim Gales. Uh, that's a very that's a very interesting battle in that side of the draw. There's some great rivalries in it. Um, you know, obviously you have Matter Melvin Gales in there as well as another huge local rivalry. Um yeah. which always bring which always brings a different result than you expect. You know, local rivalries tend to do that. Same with Balnamore, Ahawil and Balnamore at the minute might be a little bit in the ascendancy there, but you put them into a championship match together, it levels out all that stuff and you know, it makes the game nearly you know, it bring it brings the game back to a parity again. Uh, Mohol just seemed to be ticking a little better. Shot Liam Keenan, you know, a couple of weeks ago. There, you know, they're 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 very focused on what they're doing. I'd imagine in Mohol, and I think you know they have a very very. We spoke Danny Beck earlier on here in the show a few weeks ago. You know, 
you can see the confidence oozing out of, out, of, out of Danny. You know, he knows they have the numbers. You know, he knows they have the depth of panel required um, to go to the well and, and, and pull out, you know, players that would, would back up. Whereas other clubs the minute might be struggling with that kind of numbers, you know, no matter how much they might be struggling, like how well they might be struggling with the depth with the depth of their panels at the minute. And that's probably something in championship. You tend to find that the teams that have the deeper panel tend to get across the line more because you know you can you can sustain the injuries and sustain the quality and keep the quality up. Whereas if you're in a smaller um you know group where you're selecting from a smaller group, injuries can play a huge role in your championship, you know. Um you know, obviously this year COVID is another huge, huge obstacle in the way of everybody and we're all watching it like a hawk, but you can only watch it so much and you and you know, I'm even saying to my guys down here we might lose a championship to a team in Sligo, but we might lose a championship to COVID. You know, yeah. and that's Absolutely. that's a very that's hard good. reality for every club. It's a very hard yeah. reality for every every club. Like just one bad one bad uh, week, and you could you could lose several players for a game. And you know, there's all these little 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 things playing off. But on paper, on par and par for the course, every player available, Mohol would be shockingly hard to beat. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think and and Adrian talked about it earlier, but he could lose four players uh, because one person contracts COVID or one person's close contact. He could have a carload gone, and it, all of a sudden you're on plan. I think he said he said E G and F or E F and G, um, and that's just the reality of it. We live in that kind of an uncertainty now. Everything in our lives, um, so here's hoping that doesn't affect. We we like to see these things settled on the pitch. You know, it's funny, you talked about my knowledge of, of Leitrim Gales and St. Mary's. Honestly, to be honest, I don't really know. I haven't been involved in either club in a long, long time, really, at the cold face. Um, my first game, I played for both clubs, funny enough, and my both, uh, both of my first games were against the other club. So Leitrim Gales, I played my first game against St. Mary's and vice versa two or three years later. St. Mary's back playing, uh, my first game was against Leitrim Gales. Um, but it's a horse of a different animal now. Uh, horse different colour now because uh, that was Leitrim Gales' first team at the time it was Carrick's fourth um, this is first versus first this is not the same as when I was involved back in the, in the day um, and I wouldn't have met, got anywhere, I wouldn't have got in with an ass's roar of either team um, at any stage of my career, I was never quite at, at your level or anyone else's level that's, that's playing in the same championship but in, in terms of, of this, it's level pegging and I think Leitrim Gales have the bragging rights in league games and stuff up to this but it's their first meeting in the championship and I suppose two clubs that 25 years ago were effectively the same parish and now they're playing against each other um, I know a lot of people have a lot of bit of a bit of animosity still 24 25 years later and um, it comes out every now and again and um, to me I just think it's great that it means that there's lads in the area of that ability and to have two teams at senior level for the, the one region is, is a huge achievement it does bring up a fair bit of rivalry though and I know I'm going to get stick from both sides for not for not taking a side on that one. But listen, um, I think it's great. And I think it's great to see teams, you mentioned Ahavas and and yourselves coming through in the 80s and 90s. And I think that's been the same for Leitrim Gales. They were junior not that long ago. So um, I think it is very cyclical, but I think uh, the, the difference and the similarities in all of those stories is work being put in at the grassroots. And Leitrim Gales have done that over the last 15 years and they're seeing the benefit of it now. You saw it back in the day when you really invested in those youngsters coming through. It doesn't have to be money investment. Time and energy and commitment and dedication and inspiration is every bit as valuable as what comes out of the bank account. Uh, 
into those players as well. And we can maybe learn that lesson at a county level too. And hopefully our miners will do exactly that uh, tomorrow night. Aiden, that's pretty much all we've got time for this week. Uh, neck on the block, in one word, intermediate championship. Who do you think is going to be following Gortletra into the senior championship in a couple of weeks' time? Um, very hard to put a call on it. It's a very evenly balanced championship. Um, Brefney, like uh, Vassar coming is too early, you know, other junior football to progress through intermediate football, although Finton will have them happen. You know, they're probably not at the quality required yet. Drum Riley are always going to be, you know, uh, you know, I know their their key players are probably at an age now where they're moving through as well. And the more the matter, Hamilton is a similar type of scenario. The John McKeown's and Maguire's and these lads are just, you know, they've, they've given massive service. But, you know, Kiltubbert, funny, you know, you look at them there and you kind of go, there's lots of teams there, Brefney, that have, that have senior championships. And, you know, pedigree. And you, you just don't know in championship football. You just don't know, particularly in a, in a year like this when you know, preparations have been hampered and been shorter and, you know, players might be home. It's just very hard to tell, you know, can can a Gautner Sheelan three or four years ago were certainly, you know, senior standard and David Casey was there and putting them in, in the frame. And I remember they beating us up there in a league match in Division One back in 2016 or 17. And, you, you know, all these teams have the players, you know, they, they, they have the players. And I suppose it's kind of on the day and you're looking at the group. The only thing I would say about the championship is it opens the door for a long time for every team. So you have four decent matches to get you at championship pitch. And then the quarterfinal stage is all about form, injuries, head on the block. I couldn't, I, I couldn't put a guess on it. You know, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, a, it'd be a random guess based on, you know, maybe 20, 20 years ago or 10 years ago of experience. But um, the tradition in the Sobles kind of tend to jump out in championships, you know, and, you know, your Arkley Sheelings and your Rileys and these teams, you know, are vast coming from, from, from way, way back. You know, what could they bring to an intermediate championship? Could bring quite a bit, I'd imagine. You know, I'd be interested to see what Finton's doing in the background. No, Cam, can we put a few bob on them? <laughs> the uh, the longest one word answer in the history of uh, sports commentary. <laughs> Aiden, I don't have so one much. answer. <laughs> As ever, we have uh, ran way over time. Thank you so much to Aiden <laughs> Dr. Lee. The best luck to him and his minors uh, tomorrow night as we're recording this, probably tonight as you're listening to this uh, on the Leitrim GA podcast here on finalwhistle.ie. To Aiden Rooney, who's joined me for the last hour or so, thank you so much. Uh, I've been Thanks, Brett Fairley. I will chat to you again next week. Talk to you then.